Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And today we are joined by the fabulous Julia Rayside. Um, hello, Julia. Hello. Welcome. Oh, oh, thank oh. you. Can you tell she's from The Guardian, That Ellie? is my radio <laughs> voice. That's right. <laughs> hello. Very refined. Yes, yes. very nice. Now, <laughs> Julia has the best job in the world. She is a TV critic for The Guardian, a TV columnist for Sarah Millican's Standard Issue magazine, and she also is regularly on BBC Radio, such as Radio 2, 5 Live and Six music. Oh, thank you very much. Very. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you, have, you have a lovely life. You, 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 as well as speak about television, you've written in newspapers and magazines, including the Sunday Times, the Big Issue, Red, Cosmopolitan, Stylus, and Mother and Baby. I do sound cool, don't I? <laughs> you do. I like your CV. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. We are going to do a TV special. I'm Hooray. glad. Hooray. I, I like that. I like it. A lot. Yes. You like TV. That is lucky. Yeah. Pretty much that's all I do is watch TV pretty yeah. much all the time. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Now, see, I'm like a video games journalist by trade. Yeah. And I, I want to know if people always ask you this. People always say exactly the same things to me. Yeah, no, everyone always, always asks, do you see them... Do you see TV before other people? Ah. And like sometimes get up to a week before. Yes, whichever one. She's currently in the future, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, that, there is an element of time travel in my job. Thank you very much. <laughs> Although ironically, Doctor Who is the only thing I don't get to see before it goes out. Really? So, oh. Not actually time travel. The conversation is always the same. It's, um, oh, do you watch a lot of TV? Do you get to see it early? Um, what should I be watching at the moment? Which is always just like it's, it's already left my head. Anything I saw this morning has already left my head. It's just it goes because I watch so much. But um, watching TV is a universal. Everyone watches it, don't they? So yeah. Except for those people who say I don't have a television. Oh, go so away! I don't really get on with that well. No. Surprisingly, oh. <laughs> do you know why is that? Why is that like a cool thing? Like imagine if you go around. It's oh, we not. don't have a toilet. No, <laughs> <laughs> we just shit in a bucket in my house. I, I, uh, think, well, I think that's a very fair comparison. Actually, <laughs> it's exactly the same. Ellie's got a box for everyone, Julia. (laughs) Fine, fine. Yeah, I like to compartmentalise people. Helps me feel like my place in the world is secure. Anyway, Julia, tell us about your family. I'm frightened. (laughs) My family, who I won't, I won't tell you where they live uh, because I'm afraid now. Um, I've got, I've got a, a husband who is nice. And, and I thought for a minute you were going to say nine. nine. Like, what? No, that would be madness. No, I've got, he is nice, and um, and I've got a little boy who's six, and that's it. And, and that's, I'm, and I'm that's doing enough. very well keeping all of that together. I'm doing superbly well with that. So yeah, no, that's enough for me. And, and they're nice. 
Oh, I like I like nice families. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And you're so lucky. <laughs> Um, but no, so have you always been a lover of telly, you know, that, that you were yes. doing it all the time? Yeah, I have. I've kind of um, I've, I've had a, not, not an unusual childhood, but like probably a normal childhood for lots of people. I was in a forces family and we moved house a lot and um, and not necessarily sort of like foreign climbs, but just a lot, a lot of different houses around the UK. And so, you know, the one thing that was my constant, this is very sad, actually, if you've got a tiny violin, you should start playing it now. Um, but it was, was TV. So, you know, I had to pack up and leave my friends after a few years, move to a new place. But, you know, Blue Peter was always on uh, and it was the same. And so, yeah, TV was the thing I really kind of latched onto. Apart from when the dogs died, Julia. Those are some of the worst days. Oh, of God. <laughs> OK, well, thanks for that. <laughs> I was doing really well. I haven't had the dead dog therapy sessions yet. But, um, yeah, no, it's my, like my they, they buried still... them all in the garden and they moved them yeah. to Manchester now. So it's fine. <laughs> my mum still tells a story about when I was little and she was upstairs uh, in the upstairs bathroom having a shit. And she heard me go, Mummy! Mummy! And she raced like off the toilet, pants around her ankles down the stairs and went, What? And I went, Goldie's had her puppies! <laughs> See, that, that this is happy. the kind of thing I get. Like, that's yeah. not the kind of person I get on with. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, those dogs were, no, those dogs were my dogs. I didn't have pets. It's, it's a very sad childhood. But those dogs were my dogs. Um, that tortoise, George, was it? It was my tortoise. Um, you know, they were my big brothers and sisters it was it was a really big deal for me so no tv's always been a sort of um i don't know it's it's informed my life probably in some unhealthy ways as well as healthy ways but it's it's been a constant sort of fascination and and a friend and a kind of yeah an, an emotional tutor all kinds of things really tv's been really important to me um and I remember my mum and dad saying you know i watch too much and it, you know oh you'll you know you'll that'll never get you anywhere mm. well Frankly, yeah. I now write about TV, so you were wrong, and yeah. I'm trying to put this on record now. Now I'm doing a podcast yeah. for no money. Yeah, I've made it. Oh. Oh. So, what were your favourite shows growing up? You mentioned Blue Peter. Did you have Blue Peter in Australia? No, we had. We oh, had. I'm so we had, sorry. I know. I know. I feel like I've, I'm. I'm mm. sort of emotionally retarded because of it. Clearly, <laughs> no, it's not because of that, my love. Oh, well. maybe it's the martini I'm drinking right now. Um, but no, we we had we. Had had similar kind of you know kids thing but i don't think it was you guys have got like blue peter badges and there was much more interactivity oh. um speaking of the blue peter badge mm. yes now uh you've you've got your own special kind of blue peter badge <laughs> haven't you julia yes i have um so i'm my name's julia i'm 40 and uh, when i was 38 i um slept with peter duncan oh actually um, Simon Green and his dressing gown we'll come to it in a minute um, anyway so um, no, broom so, on the broom I, <laughs> sorry so, so no so, so I turned I don't know what happened I turned 38 and I've never really wanted a tattoo but suddenly I really did want this tattoo and so I do have a blue Peter badge on my shoulder and I and, and as, soon, as soon as I got it everyone said will you be able to get to museums with that to which I think the answer is probably no it's not like a, I didn't genuinely earn it so I can't you know I can't use it for that but um I don't know why. I think it was probably for all the reasons we were talking about, Blue Peter was such a big, big deal to me and I loved it. And I kind of, you know, I'm having a midlife crisis and that's fine. We all have those. But nice, I, never actually, I never actually got a real one. I did try to get a real one and I never did. Um, but a tattoo But I'm okay good. with that. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a tattoo 
No, I actually, I had a similar midlife crisis, but my favourite television programme growing up was Pe- Press Gang. So I actually have oh. um, a life-size image of Dexter Fletcher's face <laughs> on my back. I, I would actually consider that. Would yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. It's, I would it's nice. De- Dexter Fletcher's oh, face. Oh, Spike. Would you? Oh, sp- so tell us uh, about Simon Groom. Well, okay, so this is this is important information. I, I feel like, if I don't know how many people listen to this, but I'm a bit worried that if I disseminate this information then this is going to ruin the thing that I'm about to tell you. But I'll I'll, I'll share it with you. You're nice people. Um, So Simon Groom, you may remember, he presented Blue Peter. It was around the time of Janet Ellis, Peter Duncan. He was quite lanky and he had like a sort of a bowl cut. Yeah, that's Like a sort of monkish. His dad owned a farm in Derbyshire in Dethick. That word, the mm. word "dethic" for some people just takes them right back there. It's just like I remember that word. It's yeah. fine. So his the only way from. is "dethic." <laughs> it actually, yes, it is. Um, oh, it could be if you if you want to pay to stay there because you can. Oh. So Simon Groom and his wife Jilly now run that farm, his dad's farm. He still lives there. It, it's been on Blue Peter. There's, in fact, if you ever if you're in London and you go to the BFI, the British Film Institute, there's a little um, room called the Media Tech in there where you can just put some headphones on for free and just watch anything in their archive. And the film of Simon Groom and Janet, I think he takes Janet Ellis to his dad's farm in Dethick in the snow and they have to like herd sheep and stuff. Mm. I, I did that for one of my birthdays. My husband took me there for that. That was pretty magic. Amazing! Can you imagine? It was amazing. Oh. Um, but anyway, so soon after we saw that, um, I was Googling... No, 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 that's what I was on Twitter. This is the best thing ever. I was on Twitter and my friend was having some kind of do in Derbyshire and um, we were all going up. I was like, oh, I need to find somewhere to stay in Derbyshire and just ask Twitter. And Janet Ellis, <laughs> I <laughs> know, shut up. bow down, uh, responded saying, oh, you must stay at Simon's Farm. They do B&B. Oh! So before before that, before that she'd finished typing, I was like Googling, <laughs> found it. And um, yeah, and in short, um, I have now stayed twice at his bed and breakfast in Dethick. And um, uh, the second time he did come into the kitchen in his dressing gown and nothing else. <gasps> Whoa. And he engaged me in conversation about antiques. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty much the most erotic moment of my oh, life. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was oh. he like, this dressing gown is antique? <laughs> So old, it could just fall off. Oh no, God, no, his wife was there making me boiled eggs. No, no. That'd be weird, but it still was. Oh, we just had, had a really weird idea for a new genre of like porn starring ex Blue Peter presenters. You'd watch it though, wouldn't you? You'd watch it. It's a market for that. Slowly eating yes. a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down, Thor. Right, yeah. that's, a, that's a million pounds. That might actually make us some yeah. money, Ellie Gibson. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, did you get any British kids' TV in Australia? Oh, heaps, heaps. So, we had like your press gang. Your banana man, your danger mouse, Brilliant. the goodies. The goodies were on when I was a kid um, at five o'clock, and there was so much sexual innuendo, racism. Uh, I can't even repeat. Yeah, the blame it on the goodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for you, Bill Lottie, we'd all get along quite well. Um, we did have as a cultural exchange. We had Heartbreak High. Oh which yes, I love. Oh, yes, Heartbreak High. That yeah. was fantastic. And Round the Twist. Oh yes, yeah. I love Round the Twist. No, uh, my have. friend, my friend Taz, is my best friend. She is in one of the scenes where she's on a boat for about twenty seconds, and she got to have a whole day off school. Wow. She's in round the twist. <laughs> That's a great story. Save that for Parker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and um, uh, well, yeah, I guess all the the neighbours in the home and away as well. We all watched it. You know, the wedding, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I was repeat. obsessed with neighbours. In fact, my my dad, the retired squadron leader, RAF squadron leader, and I bonded when I was a student. 
I think I'd left home and we all we used to do was like phone each other and say, did you see Neighbours today? Like we'd watch the lunchtime one, then probably the evening one. Was it like the evening one was... 5.35. When, when yeah. was the new one? The evening one was a new one, but the lunchtime one was a repeat of the day before. So we just used to just constantly, constantly watch Neighbours. Yeah, and as a student, if you've smoked enough weed after watching the 5.35 yeah. one, you would have forgotten the plot. It doesn't mm, matter. By the mm. following it, day. Oh, Mr. Udi Gowie, he's back at Lassiter's for another important <laughs> meeting with Paul. Uh, with <laughs> he's a very important client, Christina. Don't mess this up. Yeah, here comes Matt. Hello, Harold. Have you done the thing yet where you sit down your your son and watch like an old TV program and then have we done the it? Thing? <laughs> no, no, we we are the worst. We are the most awful kind of. His, most of his point. I mean, he does get to watch modern TV as well, but most of his points of reference are the Bagpuss DVDs, the Clangers. Um, I've the engine, um, Banana Man, Danger Mouse. I mean, he's he watches everything we loved. Excellent. Because we've made him. He's sodding well has to. <laughs> so now I think probably because he's realised that we won't unlock the cellar door until he says he likes it. Um, <laughs> Don't you open that trap door? <laughs> yes. Because there's that something sometimes. down there. Yeah. I walked down the aisle to that music. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I, do you know what I nearly walked down the aisle to? The Lovejoy theme tune. Oh, <laughs> and it's so happy. It's a da, 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 da. like who wouldn't? It's like a sudden. It was that between that and Miss Marple. It was a bit of a toss up. Yeah, a oh, bit of bit oh. of murder. <laughs> That's what you want on your wedding. Ask day. me what my first dance was at my wedding. What was your first dance, Julia? It was the theme tune to Minder, I Could Be So Good For You, oh, sung by Dennis Waterman. Oh, that is God. a brilliant first. I know. Who... But the big question is, how much television do you let your son watch? Well... I think uh, the the answer probably should be oh well you know we ration we don't really ration it but I mean there there is a lot of DVD um, viewing so I guess that's that's kind of finite isn't it? <laughs> that's <not all> <laughs> you saying there's um, a difference if the yeah. television is previously recorded? If you're just like yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. it stops at some point it doesn't just keep going for twenty four hours. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean we we watch a lot of stuff together. Um, Sometimes if I've got an article to write, he might watch stuff on his own. But I mean, he's um he's just his taste. You know, their tastes start to change. He, my son's six now, and he's starting to get into slightly more fighty stuff, which I don't love really. Mm. So you know, we're trying to pull him back to all the bagpuss and things. But you know, eventually he will just want to watch Power Rangers all bloody day. Mm. And you know, it's kind of still quite a big part of all of our lives because. I married someone who likes TV. That's kind of why we like each other. He, he's nice and likes TV. Perfect for me. Yeah. So um, our son is definitely following our footsteps. Yeah. 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 So you're not one of these two hours a day and then it goes off, any of that? No, not really. I mean, I I, I think that the key thing is that if, if there's loads of TV, then we're probably just watching it with him and mm. it's not like a an exercise in us all ignoring each other, which I think TV can be a bit. The, the blue flashing parent in the corner of the room thing, you know, sometimes it's definitely that, but actually we get a lot of pleasure out of showing him things that we love and forcing him to like them. That that gives us fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here you are, darling, time for season two of The West Wing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. I, I remember when I was a kid, I must have been about nine or ten, and our teachers made us write down how many hours of telly we watched a day. Oh, and I remember I wrote down seven. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously there'd been an hour before school. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know how I worked out to seven hours. That's quite a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. I mean, you've got to be at school at some point during that day as well. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I grew up in rural Australia and that was my window out of the... You had literally nothing to do. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. And um, yeah, and I just thought, oh gosh, that's my only way of, of seeing some culture. It's true. It's a way of connecting with different things that aren't to do with your life it's sort of you know I'm yeah. a big, I love TV I think it's a really important thing and the snobbery about it is just ridiculous 
I sometimes have a little panic about it though and go, oh, I'm letting him watch too much telly yeah. and it's all... And sometimes I share this with regular podcast guest Steve Hill and he just says, well, I learned everything I know from television. Like, what that's, are you talking yeah, about? That's, yeah, that's why our general knowledge... Drink. That's why Steve and I will always win a pub quiz because yeah. we just know lots of useless rubbish <laughs> from watching 15 to 1 and, you know, weird documentaries about Hitler. We just... <laughs> at, at three in the morning. Well, you, know. you watch BBC Four and you'll learn everything about the world. God, yes, Horrible histories have taught me pretty much everything. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, I've forgotten God. all the history I learned at school, so now I watch horrible histories, and it's like it goes in yeah. with a joke. It stays, you know, it stays in my brain much better. So you know, yeah, I, I think it, I'm all for it. Any kind of telly that uh, you can learn so much from TV, and as long as you interact with it a bit, don't just sit there with your mouth open, kind of like you know, watching all the dross that comes at you. You can, you can be selective. Well, that's it. What about the argument that television makes kids because it's not interactive, mm. but it's so. You know, it, it sort of attacks every sense. Yeah. And it's so sort of overwhelming. Do you subscribe to any of that? Or do you think that's just... I, know, I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously um, proof for, you know, just... I mean, I you know, I sit and watch kind of like other 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 kids around me sort of just sitting with their... I, I mean, the iPad's the big thing. I think TV's actually getting less attractive as they kind of move over to like the smaller screen they can they can control. And they are interacting, but they're kind of losing the real world completely. Mm. I think um, depending on what TV you watch, you know, the real world's still there somewhere, whether it's a drama and there's emotional interaction or there's, you know, Blue Peter and you're writing and my son has just written his first letter to Blue Peter. I didn't make him. <laughs> okay, he asked to... And it was like the big, honestly, the biggest most. Is it emotional. dear Pooh Peter? Please make my mum stop making <laughs> yes. me watch Pooh Peter. Yes. <laughs> please make her stop writing, making me write you letters. <laughs> if you don't give me a badge, she will get the ship tattooed on her face. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid for her. Um, I don't know. There's something. There's something about sitting with an iPad, just like prodding the screen, uh, and that that close proximity to the screen and the kind of the way it cancels out the rest of the world that I think is worse. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So what is your Desert Island program, Julia, <gasps> if you could only have one? So one, let's call it, a, you can have a box set. You're, you're on a Desert okay. Island, what's your, what's your box set? Uh, literally only one program. Oh, God. Oh, could, um, will she... Could you have a few more 
That's, that's what would horrible. Kirsty, what would Kirsty Young do? So, instead of, so on Desert Island Disc, they get the Bible and the works of Shakespeare, okay. don't they? So instead of that, you can have like... Oh, um, yeah, okay, that's good. So what's uh, my Shakespeare? What's the thing with the Robert, what's his name? The Passion of the Christ, you can have that. What? Because it's no. about the Bible, isn't it? It's really <laughs> That's not fair. Uh, not the Life of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the life of Brian. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. I'll have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and instead of uh, the complete works of Shakespeare, yeah, what's um, a classic? West Wing. No, no, yeah, no. West Wing. I've got, I've got the box set of that. So that's like, that's like that. Everyone's got that. Everyone's got that. Yeah, that. Okay. So aside from that, oh my god, that's hard. I think to make me happy over the longest period of time, if I could have the hot like every episode ever made with Tinker, Eric, and Lovejoy in it, then I would probably have Lovejoy. <laughs> Lovejoy, it's brilliant. It's I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was expecting like the wire or breaking oh, bad. Yeah, I meant, I meant the wire. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lovejoy, amazing. Do you know what? There's because that's such them. a nice answer. It's brilliant. That's such a good answer. I'll throw in diagnosis murder. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. sorry for you. I feel, I feel you'll come to regret that choice. <laughs> What would you have, Ellie? Come on. Actually, I've got a confession, right? Mm. I don't really get Breaking Bad. I watched like four episodes and I was like, I just, I didn't hate it, but I was like, I'm just not that interested in this. Mm. I don't really care about these characters and I don't see what the big deal is. I think the first episode was absolutely amazing. Like the fact that the first 10 minutes was like off the scale, one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. And after that, um, I kind of watched two more episodes and went, yeah, that's great. And then my husband watched the whole lot and I stopped. <gasps> yes! Oh, you're the first person I've ever met who's gone, I'm yeah, no, up. it's not that amazing. And you're like a professional TV critic. That means I'm right. That means I'm right. It's, I'm right. I'm right. It's I'm not right. that it's not amazing. It's just that it yes. just has to... <clears throat> I, I don't who I, I, I want okay I want to I'm going to put my glass down normally now <laughs> who on earth has the time to watch all of the things that everyone is saying you must watch like there's a so there's no, an awful I just don't watch them I have a about, thing yeah between RuPaul's Drag Race America's Next Top Model my to-do list is full there Julia. are too many it's like it, never mind the big dramas there are those things there are I don't know they repeat bullseye on the flicking whatever yeah. it is orange channel. is the new black there's enough yeah. stuff to watch already Obviously, you've got to rewatch like, Lovejoy with every change of the well, season. Well, you do, mm. and you get the DVDs, and it's great. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there, there are so many new things, and there are great new things. Orange is the New Black, I've seen three episodes of the first ah, series, tedious. and I do one episode of each series just to try and keep up. But I've, I just can't, haven't got the time. No, I didn't like that. See, tedious. Some of it's great, but some of it's not. I did nothing. My opinions are right. My opinions they are valid. Are officially, professionally endorsed. Oh, don't encourage it, Julia. It's very really. <laughs> Who's got the tenacity to just keep on? Like, we've all got lives to live we're going to be dead soon how do you fit all that telly in like i've got too much stuff to yeah. watch i know this is this is this is refreshing mm-hmm. have you have you got a show helen that everybody's like oh it's amazing and you're like no it isn't oh well you just can't be bothered no no exactly right like like i i did like the sopranos but i don't like a lot of killing yeah. didn't see all that either yeah no yeah, i couldn't can't quite be bothered. there were there were there were scenes that just really upset me and i couldn't mm. but like i i sort of watched it so i could be in the click that's the awful mm. thing though there's all the the chatter the constant chatter it's like yeah. anxiety inducing inducing chatter of like did you see did you see um I've, I've developed a theory now called the first and last theory it's my theory Imagine I'm wearing a white coat now. And um, you, if you, I, I tried it with several things. In fact, I, I hate to say it, I tried it with Homeland and it bloody works. Um, if you uh, see a new series you really like the look of, 
and you just can't commit the time to it. I did it with The Affair recently on Sky Atlantic. Oh, yeah. oh I love The Affair. So, I love so it, so it. it was mm. great. But the first and last theory is, before you commit to the whole series, you just watch one and the end. So you watch <gasps> the first one and watch the last one. And I have to say... Spoilers, I watched, No, no, no. I watched the first one and the last one, and I didn't need the rest of The Affair. Thank you very much. It was fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this. And actually, the affair I was looking forward to for so long. I love um, Dominic West and Ruth Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think they're brilliant actors. I've always loved them in everything they've done. And I saw the first episode of that. And actually, I found them so annoying in that mm. show. If, if uh, something like, I don't know, Surprise, it's too long. If there's been one series or something, and you think, oh, I've, I fear of missing out. I should probably check it out. It's on DVD or it's on Catch Up. Do one and do the end and then mm. just... See, mm. I promise you, you but love joy str- all the way through. Oh, no, do, you, no do not skipping. miss a thing. Do yeah. not miss Don't a go bloody to the thing. No, <laughs> sit on a commode. No. Just sit right through. Yeah. I once <laughs> interviewed um, Sue Ellen or out of off of Dallas. Um, it was in fact <gasps> Sue Ellen and Jr. Together, it was their last interview together before. Um, sadly, he died. Larry Hagman died. And um, all I wanted to ask her about was the time that she came to England and was in seven episodes of Love Joy. <laughs> How was it? Did you like Suffolk? <laughs> did you touch McShane? <laughs> she did. Did yeah, she? Yeah, she did, yeah. Oh. Um, that's all I cared about. Oh. I'm obsessed. I'm a sad loser. Oh. <laughs> no, because my next question was, is there is there a show that you can just watch again and again and again? And you can't say love, joy, joy. Okay, I'm not going to know. No, there are other shows. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me think. Other let me shows think. are available. Oh, God. Well, I mean, anything um, Victoria Wood ever made. Old French and Saunders as well I can watch. A lot lot of comedy, I think. Mm. Um, in terms of drama, I think you kind of have to revisit things, then give them a break, then go back again. So I think... I'm, quite, I'm, I'm thinking about writing a book and I've got like some ideas about um, sort of revisiting TV I used to love. And so, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm right back in the vaults now, mm. enjoying myself immensely. Oh, it's lovely. Mm. It is like... And, it, and when you watch it's those... It's comforting. It is. And when you hear the theme songs and... It does take you back oh, to those. Yes. I um I put up something on Facebook uh, recently because I said, "Oh, we're going to do a TV podcast," and someone said, "Oh, when she heard the theme song to All Creatures Great and Small, <gasps> it meant that she had to hop Beautiful. out of the bath." I can hear it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting lost in yeah, the Yorkshire Dales. Yeah, you're going through oh. rolling green hills, and I think I think that's really hand right up there. Yeah. Oh, those are the days. <laughs> I know. Oh. I think that was the thing. That lovely man with his hand up a cow's. Oh, sorry, no, I was just thinking about my first labour. <laughs> <laughs> just drifted off for a moment, had a little oh. flashback. What's going to be the next Game of Thrones, or as I call <gasps> it, Game of Elves? <laughs> I can't bear it, all these... Do you not like... Okay. ...boobs out and dragons, I can't cope with it. Honestly. So whenever it's on, I like. my husband likes it, and I like to annoy him by singing, <laughs> It's a Game of Elves! <laughs> it's a Game of... Game of Elves! <laughs> It's a game of elves. And, and, really and, it, up, yeah. and he hasn't left you, so... Yeah. Now he joins in now. Yeah. 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 No, so I, actually, game, game of Thrones, I didn't want... Again, it was another one of those things about who has the time. So um, every series started, I'd go to... Because I'm fancy, I'd go to the season launch of whatever it was, uh, Game of Thrones at some fancy place. I'm done. I've watched one episode. I write about it. I'm finished. And for, so season four started, and I watched that episode and went, hmm, oh, it's... Well, Maybe I'll just, I, I don't know, I'll check it out. And I, so I, I start, like elves. So no, no, so I, so suddenly I, I liked like elves. And, and boobs. Thought, thought they were all very good. Thrones, elves, boobs. <laughs> Brilliant. So clever how they do all those three things together. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> fucking meta, mate. It is. Really, really clever. It means something, I'm sure. But so I, so I start, so I start, and much to the annoyance of all my friends who are pretty much across the board obsessed with Game of Thrones and have read the books and have, have watched this day one. 
Um, I started watching in season four and I refuse to go back because I think I know enough. Again, first and last, I, there's enough exposition and information that you don't need to watch like three series i just can't buy this i'm like a completist i feel like that's like getting a book and like skipping to chapter 45 and i'm I'm fine with that i'm fine tv just like gives you so many signposts and like you know clues to the backstory and blah 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 it just it helps you so much um, Game of Thrones is is done, I think, really brilliantly because I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't really like drama that like prods you and signposts you, and I can't bloody stand Downton Abbey. I never have been able to stand it. It's awful. I, I like rubbish as much as the next person, but I, I hate being treated like an idiot when someone's telling me a story. I like to yeah. just do some of the work myself. The and... Archers is quite bad for that. I oh. can tell by the way a character says good morning that they're having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad. Charlie, that's just amazing acting. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. but I remember like once um, because I I download the Omnibus podcast of the Archers and I remember once um, (laughs) listening to it for like 30 minutes before I realised that I'd skipped an entire month of episodes and I hadn't even realised that's how little happens (laughs) yeah exactly and I I don't mind that in fact another formative moment in my my childhood was going to I lived in the Midlands for some of my teenage years and we went on a school trip to Pebble Mill. They recorded the archers there. I don't know where they record it now. No, I met I met the man. I'm sure I can't. I hope to God it's not still the same guy now. Who's who? As far as I could tell, his only job was to press play on the theme tune. Oh. <laughs> and I looked into his eyes and just saw hell. Like every day, twice a day. For if he wasn't doing that, he'd be driving a truck up and down the M1 and murdering women. Yeah, no, he would be. I think you're probably right. It probably kept him off the streets. So it's time for a game, Helen. Yes, it is. It is. Now, I am put together a theme tune game, Ellie, because I was chatting to Julia and she said that at her 40th birthday, she asked for theme tunes by the DJ and that's what you did. And so what I thought I'd do, I put together a list of theme tunes and I thought before I sing them, you should dictate the style in which I sing. Wait, you're singing them. This yeah. Is brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Fine, fine. So um, who would like to choose the, the musicals on genre first? Um, I'm going to uh, country and western. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever, ever felt like this? Oh, round the twist. Done. Oh, oh. She's on okay. fire. She's on fire. <laughs> Ellie, you'll go. Um, <laughs> Hip hop. Children of the Sun. Your time oh, is just three seconds of gold. Yes, yes. God <laughs> damn it! Okay. I am so angry right now. Um, okay, race side. Um, okay, like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Should I do do this one neat? Should I do this one natural? Ready. And if you threw a party, <laughs> yeah, invited everyone you knew, mm. you would see the biggest gift would be for me that a card attached would say Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Some people stand in the dark. Oh, Baywatch. <laughs> but the well, lyrics, isn't that how it begins? It actually begins. I know. Afraid to step into the light. Thank you, and I very much have enjoyed the theme tunes game. Oh, you're you're very it. welcome. You're very welcome. Um, and that's almost the end. But before we end, we always have to have the scummy mummy confessions. Hooray! Hooray! Would you like me to start? Yes, please. 
So my scummy money confession is that um, we met, we actually met a very lovely lady on the bus, um, and she was in her full uh, niqab. But my my son was very excited by seeing her and said, "Look, look, there's a lady ninja." Oh, oh. that's not awkward. That is no, no, way. no, no, socially awkward. No, but she was really lovely, and then she just waved back and went, "Hello, everyone. Oh, Hello," <laughs> and we had a chat. It was really nice. Oh. So thank you, lady ninja slash lovely lady on the bus. Oh. I mean, and it was a lovely opportunity to talk about <laughs> why people dress in different ways uh, in the whole world. So thank you. But not like, always because they're ninjas. Not <laughs> always because we... we Although we've... that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she may have reacted differently if she was a lady ninja. So, <laughs> yeah. so thank uh, you, lovely lady this on was the bus. In, in Peckham, wasn't this it? This is in Peckham, yes. And in... I know this because you texted me about it. And simultaneously, I was in Catford mm-hmm. um, with my son. So we went to the pound shop and like, you know, I, we were just killing time really. And I was like, I don't want to buy anything. Um, so we sort of walked out of the shop. And just as we walked past the security guard, my start, son started shouting, but mummy, mummy, we haven't paid. We haven't paid, oh, mummy, we haven't paid. Oh, God. And I had to go, that's because we're not buying anything. Very loudly in a way that obviously, I might as well have just had a stripy jumper and a bag that said swag oh. on it. It was just like, so yeah, fun day's out, dude. Fun day's out, fun that's day's right. Out. Julia, did you have a fun day? I, try, I tried to be a proper mum today. I tried so fucking hard. <laughs> and you know I live I live in East London the Olympic Park is really nearby so today I was like okay we'll go to the Olympic Park because um, I've got an only child he was bored and there's a beach there they've built a beach and it was like one of the most depressing just awful things just like a billion people on like eight square foot of land <laughs> oh with like some sand and a tiny pool and the tiny pool was full of like 18,000 children all trying to kill each other with water <laughs> And he's six and was frightened. And so we went around all of it and him just going, oh, I really, I, oh, I, and, and did, it just was scared to do any of it. So we just kind of, we tried so hard to be like other people. We just couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> did you have an ice cream at the end? Yeah, there was, so we came out, we had an ice cream, we had a cuddle, it was fine. <laughs> and then we just came home going, let's never leave home again. So <laughs> And um, he seemed happy with that. So actually, the, the idea of just like, you know, coming back and watching telly with me suddenly yeah. made all the sense to him and he loved it. So I feel like it was like a really good lesson in like not spending time with other people and just being with me forever. <laughs> never leave home, son, and watch telly. With... So no, it was, it was actually really, it was it was dreadful. <laughs> but at least I tried, right? Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I tried to be like a normal person, like interacting. It was dreadful. Yeah. Well, that is it. We have reached the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, please tell your friends, leave us an iTunes rating. We're on the Facebook, aren't we, Helen? We are. Scummy Mummies Podcast is on Facebook and Twitter at Scummy Mummies and Instagram. Okay. Well, thanks again, Julie, for being a brilliant guest. <gasps> I've had such a laugh. Oh, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me make martinis in your uh, your kitchen. Hey, no, any time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Be there, I'll be there whenever you call. I'll be there, I'll be there because I'm always, always ready. I won't let you out of my sight. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.